Guys, it's that time you guys set the ring with the greatest faction in podcast history. Just Freak Wrestling, the JFW podcast, hosted by Travis And I am the SCW High Voltage Champion, Nubby, the Amazing Turtle. 92 days, by the way, Nubby. 92 days, I'm keeping count. And that voice you just heard telling Nubby how many days he's been the SCW High Voltage Champion is none other than the LIM Champion. Pac-Man. So 92 days, does that mean the next time we record, it'll be 100? Uh, it is very possible. Let me do the math in my head. Uh, well, today is Sunday. So Monday, yes. yeah, I, sounds about right, yeah. Yes. yes. Perfect. Yes. I've been off work for a week, so math has been like the... But also the season finale. What episode is this? Forty? Is this forty nine? This forty nine. Yes. This forty nine. So, so you're gonna have your hundredth day. Shut the fuck up, Pac Man. Okay. No, I'm kidding. Go ahead. No, that was all I was gonna say. What? Just mumble? Yeah. Okay. So. My hundredth day will be on the fiftieth episode of the season. There we go. Solid. Nice. It's going to be a wonderful day. I it guarantee is. that show will be really wonderful. 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 Okay, um, there are some things I do want to talk about as far as, like, what's happening uh, in 2024. Uh, me and Coaching Joe actually talked about a bunch of those things over on this freaking show. That show got released today, as well as this one will on New Year's Eve. But I want to kind of, like, recap a lot of things that are happening as far as FreakNet Studios and everything happening since JFW is part of FreakNet Studios. Uh, there's at least some changes uh, for the better and some announcements that I want to make. Um, and we can start out with that. That's fine because I want people to know about that get it out of the way. Pac-Man has some reps uh, about a fourth mother box we're going to do. We're going to give him time to do that. Yeah, 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 yeah. some match cards uh, for the upcoming Saturday, January 6th shows, uh, as well as, I know there was something else. I can't fucking remember. What was it? CarterComics.com. One-stop shop, all comic needs, whether it be graded or raw, Carter Comics has got them all. Oh, yeah, uh, the LIM uh, shit show we got to talk about. If you guys are huge fans of comics, whether it be graded or raw, go over to cardacomics.com, fill your card up with all their amazing comics. Use the discount code FREAKNET, F-R-E-A-K-N-E-T. You'll save 10% on your entire purchase, not just at their website, but also at their eBay accounts. Links to all four of those can be found on their homepage, cardacomics.com. Check out their Facebook page where they list a lot of their uh, comics and packages and all that stuff that you can buy all together. And anywhere you buy cardacomics.com, our discount code will save you 10% your entire purchase. So 
Start 2024 off right with a comic book collection and save 10% on the entire thing. Cardacomics.com. Um, real quick, I want to talk about the Freaknet Studio stuff. I want to get that done and out of the way. I, I kind of want to get a lot of the non-wrestling related stuff out of the way, which it's not a whole lot. Actually, it's all wrestling related when you look at it. Uh, but, uh, starting next season, JFW will be going to audio and video recording. So we'll be releasing our uh, videos out onto the JFW YouTube channel so people could watch rather than listen if they choose to do so. Um, because of the because of the things that are happening in 2024 as far as Freaknet Studios and <clears throat> the stuff that I'm responsible for as far as editing and releasing and all that stuff in the two different shows, the audio will be released on Monday nights as normal as we started doing. The videos will probably be later on in the week, however, because I'm not going to be able to get all the editing wrapped up and done the night of and stuff. You know, still having a real job I got to get to the next morning. <clears throat> so the audio version of our shows will be released Monday night. The video will probably be later on in the week, most likely maybe Saturday mornings or something like that. But the videos will be released until uh, I find an intern who wants to work for free. That's the way it is. Um, if you guys haven't seen the post over on Steve's Facebook page, um, even though I told him I was going to make the announcement on this show, and, oh, you know, Steve... You can't say anything because yeah, you're the you're here's, here's the thing, and here's the thing, and this is what I'm, and this is what I'm going to tell, and this is what I'll be honest about. And if Steve and C-Red listen to this, take it for what it is, you know, and just you know respect it. I'm not going to badmouth Steve anymore, mainly because Steve, the Power Hour, all that. Since C-Red agreed to stick around, if me and the if the JFW and Power Hour establish a truce, truth, truce. Mm-hmm. Uh, he will stick around and continue doing the power hour. So, first off, it's fantastic that, uh, it, it's, it's basically my decision on how I act that determines if C-Red is on the power hour. Fantastic, by the way. Um, but I'm going to respect that because I respect C-Red. I respect Sean Young for who he is and what he's done in his business. And the fact that I know that being part of the power hour will still keep him part of the business, just not in it. Uh, I'm not going to attack Steve like I normally did. Even though it was all justified and it was all correct, I'm not going to do it anymore. But the, here's the thing. In order to do this podcast and in order to talk about things that happen at wrestling shows, I have to be able to talk about things that happen at the wrestling shows. So if I see Steve do something, I will, as a wrestling podcast, be curious of what happened. I'll try to go in a better route with it, but it'll be more like, I'm going to ask the questions in the hopes that he could respond so I can get an understanding of it. It's not going to be me attacking Steve, judging his character, questioning who he is as a person when his friends are getting beat up and like, where the fuck is Steve? I'll be more like, like, I just want to know why Steve couldn't go. I'm going to do it in a more respectful way in hopes of getting a respectful answer. And we can kind of keep this relationship in a good in a good place. And that's because the Power Hour is now officially part of Freaknet Studios. So if anyone has seen that, you guys know now that the Power Hour is now a Freaknet Studios uh show. Uh it's here with this freaking show and just freaking wrestling and everything. And I want our our partnership and our relationship to start off solid and great. So now I'm not going to attack the Power Hour anymore, but if I see something that happens at a wrestling show 
I will want to talk about it in hopes of just getting a response from it, but I'll do it in the right way. I think we need to be able to live in a world where our friends can call each other out on their bullshit. I feel that's not necessary. Yeah. And that's that's how I'm going to go about it. It's like, Steve, why did this happen? Not I can't believe Steve did it, because maybe I got to be better on my part, too. I just spent three or four or five hours yesterday in a in a hellscape of a comment law section listening to Tommy Gunn talk about his ambitions of being a champion and how he's going to be high-voltage champion in 2024, which, if anybody knows me at all, understands that when you say shit like that, I'm not going to do it. Right. It's for the simple fact that you don't get to dictate what you want. And then you get to sit there and say, like, well, I'm going to prove everybody wrong. I don't care what people say about me. If you didn't care what people said about you, you wouldn't want to have to prove anybody wrong. Yeah, you, know? you have to you have to be put in the situation first. You, you could sit yeah. there all that you can beat me for the high voltage or whoever's the champion at that time. Yeah. If I happen to lose, you can say that all you want and say you prove yourself, but you got to be put in the match first. That's yeah. where Travis T comes in. Come on, yeah. and, that, and, and stepping your boundary. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I think it's it's great to have dreams and ambitions. I mean, the the entire thing is no different than fucking Pac-Man doing his goofy shit and like, well, I'm gonna do this, and by year end, this is gonna happen. Um, it's just very fan sounding. You know, it's no different than Santino put me in a match. It's no different than Nani thinking that she has the opportunity to win. You know, fan wars and shit. It's 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 like quit focusing on what you expect to happen and focus on what you need to do in order to fucking get there. And I, and I said it, and maybe it's because I was at a bar drinking Bacardi and Diet Cokes with lime, which by the way, if you've never had Bacardi silver with a Diet Coke and a squeeze of lime, fucking do it. It's delicious. Absolutely fantastic. Plus I'll make you say shit on social media. I don't know if you know that or not. Um, like it's but, fucking Uno, right? Oh, it's just like it's fucking Uno. God, that, that game was stupid. Um, but I also send the comments that come January 27th, if Aaron Xavier wins, I could be out of a job because of the pettiness of his fucking lawyer and his way of dictating shit. I could be fired. So Tommy Gunn could be handed whatever title match he feels that he's owed because, you know, he's a diehard wrestling fan. And he does, I get maybe he doesn't like the fact that I look at this shit as a business and not a joy so much anymore. But that's probably my own fault because it just burns me out and all the shit we're doing. But don't sit there and tell somebody that you're going to be high voltage champion when the general manager gets to dictate, like Nubby said, if you're even in a fucking match or not. Fucking, I had that that Mark fan keep telling me, you need to put Chaos in the title match. You need to put Chaos in the title match. How long did it take Chaos to get that fucking title match? Apex telling me, put me in a match. How many fucking title matches? Don't tell me what's going to happen, because it probably won't. Earn your fucking put, shit and prove it. And he did put Chaos in the championship match, and he lost. Get yeah. over it. And, Just get over yeah. it. And I didn't cheat, idiot. Yeah, and here... And here's the thing. He was put in that title match after months of that kid not saying, you need to put kid. I put him in there as a thank you for you because he came and helped you out. The thing is, it's like you want to be champion, fine. Have a fucking match first, though. Like, I'm not going to take anything away from the fact that he won the Battle Royal. Good for him. Still not a fucking wrestling match. 
Have a fucking wrestling match. Prove you could fucking have a wrestling match. And then maybe you could, you know, earn your way to a title opportunity. And maybe win the title. But don't tell me you're going to do all that shit in a year. I just, I don't know. That's that's not why I'm here to talk about. I don't I don't want to talk about that. Steve is part of Freakness. Power Hour is part of Freakness Studio. Steve, C Red, Pac Man. So now you're uh, now you now I'm your boss in two ways. Yay! Uh, <laughs> uh, Power Hour is not changing any way they do anything. They're still going to release videos Tuesday night on Facebook and YouTube. They're still going to run the show exactly the way it is. Nothing will change. But they are now part of Freaknet Studios and uh, our network, and hopefully that this is a stepping stone to growing more and getting more shows involved and all that stuff. And I'm excited for that. Um, <clears throat> I want to play something real quick for you guys. Ooh, I like one because be, because this is a second announcement that uh, that is officially. Um, is officially going to be made on the Facebook page uh soon as this show is released. But uh where the fuck is it? I think it's over here. There it is. So I just want to play this for you guys real quick here. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, back at it again. Dizzle. J, coming back to J F W. <laughs> Let's mix things up. So, officially, Dizzle J is returning to J F W. Sweet. Um, not for what we do here. Uh, so our Monday night shows are still going to be independent based. We're still going to talk about independent wrestling and everything. Dizzle J will be on uh pretty much uh weekend weekends that occur with pay per views on it. Me and Dizzle J are gonna put on shows at that point. We're gonna talk about televised wrestling, what's going on over there and all that shit. So we can still maintain the time that we spend for independent wrestling without saturating that with televised wrestling. So um it's only going to be during pay-per-view uh, weekends as of right now. Um, it's all based on his schedule and when he's available, which I'm fine with, and that's the agreement we came upon. And then we may slowly grow, but uh, Dizzle J and I will be talking about televised wrestling, AEW, WWE, Ring of Honor, New Japan Pro Wrestling, uh, TNA, and all that shit. Um, he's excited to come back. I'm excited for him to be back, and I'm excited to put out more JFW content by putting out you know, probably it's looking like more like six to seven shows a month. So I'm really excited for that. Um, one small little thing that was mentioned that you, maybe you guys should know about also is uh, starting in 2024 after realizing how rough it is for me to do my job and this show when I'm dispatching, which I do once a month. Uh, there's going to be at least one show a month I will not be a part of um, just Taking phone calls in between the show, I just don't like doing it. I feel it's unprofessional, and it just makes the show a little bit uh, shitty that I have to pause it, answer a phone call, come back and forth and everything. So when I have phones, uh, Pac-Man and Nubby will be uh, doing that show on their own. You guys are welcome to bring any guests in you want. Uh, if you want Gabagool to come back, I know you know Pac-Man will talk about your issues with your LIM buddies, uh, so maybe that won't be an answer, but maybe Double J, no, not him either. I guess that's another problem you're having. Um, Steve, who cares? Well, whoever you want to bring on, feel free to do so, but uh, 
they uh, I have full confidence in them. They've been doing shows on their own, at least three or four of them, since you guys are part of this. So yeah, yeah. So I'm pretty confident in you guys. So I'm happy. Uh, so I'm, I'm I'm fine with that and everything. And hopefully I can get the whole work thing worked out and figured out. But in the meantime, yes, while I have funds for my real life job. They're going to take care of uh, shit themselves. So, uh, I think that's about it. I think that's it. Those are Jay coming back. He's part of uh, the Power Hours, part of Freaknet. Videos on uh, next season. Yeah. So, awesome. Yeah, 2024 right is going to be great, not only for JFW, but for Freaknet as a whole. Me and... Cartoon Joe are going to be starting up a third podcast that's going to be obviously under Freaknet Studios where he's going to be hosting. So a lot of growth, um, and I'm going to be really, really busy in 2024 trying to grow this shit. So if I don't make it to as many shows uh, as I want, it's just is what it is, um, but it's fine. <clears throat> so uh, that's it for at least the shit that's coming up. If I think of anything else, I'll either, you know, mention it at the end of the show, but I, I think that's it. I'm just, I'm happy that Dizzle Jay's coming back. I'm happy of the growth that we're having over here with what we're doing. Um, and I'm glad that we're going to start moving back to video uh, podcasting. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. So. Two weeks, two weeks to get my shit together over here. <laughs> Right, I gotta start wearing shirts and shit again. I start um, wearing pants. I don't got just don't stand up. True. I never. Well, how are one. how are people gonna see the gun show? That's true. Fucking I take off. Fucking like I. like Dave West right now. I'm practicing. Yeah, put your arms down. Your pubes are hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> you you oh, still God. got more muscle than uh, Dave West anyway. Yeah. That's true. That's true. That's not saying much. Fourth Motherbox put out a, a show a couple weeks back, their last show of the year. So uh, we don't have anything to really respond to them as far as anything they have, you know, mentioned about us. Because, uh, well, you know, maybe it's just better that way that they take some time off and regroup and come up with some new material or some shit. Or maybe Kyle could finally out how he feels about me saying that uh, he's holding Tom down. I don't know. I mean, Kyle's uh, overseas right now. I think, he? still in, I think he's still in Poland or wherever. I think he was supposed to go to Disney out that way, too. I don't know. Polish we're hoping Disneyland? that he... Uh, uh, we're hoping that he fell and he can't get back up. Who's that, Kyle? Yeah. There's a Disney in Poland? I don't know if it's in Poland, but Paris, I think it's Paris. Disney, but Dude, no, 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 Kyle, like he would probably go somewhere assuming there's a fuck. I, I don't know. I don't think that dude's really as smart as he says he is. I mean, he seems like the kind of guy that would go in for an annual physical, get his hernia check, his prostate check, thinking that's the greatest fucking dentist he's ever been to. But, um, <laughs> um, he's just, yeah, he doesn't look like he's completely, uh, you know, you know, smart. So. Well, they called out Double J for the first episode of 2024. Yeah, that's not going to happen. I'm not sure. He, you know, even before all the LIM stuff, like, he was pretty tight-lipped about what he was going to do. So, yeah. not sure. I think Double um, J knows that he would treat he would treat Kyle. I think that he doesn't, he doesn't want to get that brutal with him. So, I um, think he's just do, not going to do it. Do they do video? Do they do video podcasting? 
they I only listen have. to Spotify so they have. Well, I if they, if they, they put, do it anymore. If they put Double J on that show, they Should better make it a video podcast, and he better be baby oiled up. Just sitting there in all his glory. Big-ass fucking light shining down on him. That's what they need. Well, I mean, he was saying stuff about hot Double J January. Mm. So Triple J. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Pac-Man, uh, two months you spent on creating the greatest diss track known to uh, the world. And, I did? Uh, I know uh, the fourth mother box has been eager beavers on hearing it. I know Nubby's been staying up at, no- at night anticipating this moment. I expect you to fail completely. So, um, See the bags under my eyes? I don't sleep. Yeah. See? <laughs> Um, so I'm excited. Uh, I know Nubby's excited. Fourth Mother Box, the world pretty much, even the Power Hour. I'm sure Grandpa C Red, which happy belated birthday to C Red. Um, yep. Rion, Steve, Cactus Rack, uh, the LIM members that still like you. I'm sure everybody, uh, everyone's really excited for this moment. So no pressure. Again, two months it took you to, uh, put this together. So, I'm sure you work tirelessly at it. It's uh, as perfect as perfect get. No questions asked is probably the best thing in the world. So whenever you're ready, uh, I'm going to give you the floor, and I'm going to let you uh, this, uh, the fourth mother box. No pressure whatsoever on it being the greatest thing in the world because you spent 60 days working on it, um, night in and night out, uh, without fail, flawless. Probably a masterpiece. So no pressure at all, though. Two months. This is what everyone's been waiting for. <laughs> the reason that you will now be never known as no rap peace rap ever again because of this miraculous <laughs> fucking rap that you spent two months working on. So when uh, whenever you're ready, go ahead. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Said I was going to come out with a diss track on Fourth Mother Box. You guys think I've been sleeping like I'm sick with chicken pox? I got a lot to say. I'm going to be dropping bombs. I got bars that are going to be way hotter than Kyle's ma. No rap. T-Trap has a rap today. I hope you guys are ready because like the Miz, I came to play. Tom thinks he's got disses. Hits us with boom gingered. With all the shit that comes out of his mouth, he should hold it in. Boom clinchered. Tom also wants to refer to me and Nubby as Billy and Chuck. Oakery's just hiding the fact that he absolutely sucks. Tom, I'm making you feel bad. All the things I'm saying are real. If you need to be consoled, your co-host can always ask, well, how did that make you feel? Kyle's always saying that our insult sucks do better, but the truth is he's projecting because he's a chronic bedwetter. And Tom, you want to be saying that I got teabagged by Joey Roth? I beat his ass and won the match, and now he's been exiled to Hoth. Now imagine these bars got dropped because of Baconators. Well, I just blew up this Death Star. See you later, wannabe Vaders. Word life. <laughs> that just that just happened, dude. That was well, solid. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I know I made a lot of fucking jokes about being about being fucking garbage. Fucking solid. I love good you for a you. A lot man. of M&M to prepare. Thank you. Thank you. Good for you. 
I, I, I was kind of lost in the fact that you're like staring at us looking for a response in the middle sometimes, but I get it. That's you. You need, uh, you need instant gratification on your shit, but you know what, dude? <laughs> Fucking solid. Now they can't call me no rap P trap. No, no, no. That's, ladies and gentlemen, that just fucking happened. That, um, solid, yeah. dude. Absolutely fucking solid. Hey, I'm, I'm actually impressed. That's actually, I liked it. Bad. I liked it. I liked it. I wish we were putting this out on video because I want to see people. Well, uh, as Pac-Man's throwing his fucking arm out like he is, like, rapping at somebody. <laughs> like, he is, he is, it's like he's right out there by the food truck outside the car plant fucking rapping with some fucking weirdo with his hood up and shit. Fucking solid, dude. I liked it. Power Hour will be proud. At least half of them. Um... Fourth mother box will probably lie and say that it was stupid, but we all know deep down that you know they feel a little bit singed. The part two is coming, so be ready. Quit promising shit, man. It'll <laughs> <laughs> come in twenty twenty six. It'll be it'll no... be here. It'll be here when uh, Breitberg gets his uh, high voltage title shot. Yeah, <laughs> he's got to go through Ronda first. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> okay. Um, let's do, I'll do power on match. Is there anything else we got to talk about before we dive into match cards? Oh, yeah. Let's talk about the LIM. Talk about, talk about sure. that fucking. I, okay. I, dude, I'll I, allow it. Yeah. I want I want Nubby to start first. I don't want your point of view. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. They, and this is off of what I can remember. I, I wanted to go back and watch okay, it. Okay, you know, let's, you know. let's do this. Let's do this. Pac-Man was there. So, Pac-Man, tell everyone yeah. what happened. Um, so, everybody got along very, very well. Um, yeah, and there were like no it. incidents. Yeah. It seemed like that up until the last, like, ten minutes. Oh, I mean, the beginning oh, seemed a little... The beginning seemed a little in between. I mean... Okay, so here's the thing. So, from my perspective, on when I was watching it, I I don't know if we're talking about the same thing in the beginning or not, but when Double J hosts a podcast, I think he's done it at least twice now. Yeah. Um, he does kind of come out of the gate aggressive as fuck, and I don't know if that's like him trying to like establish authority in any kind of way or whatever the fuck it is, but. I expected that when he was announced as the coast. I was like, okay, this is going to be more aggressive. And he he really tries to uh, turn it into um, like a like a political debate. Like, you know, like you talk when I tell you to talk. And, you know, you're not, it's not your turn, it's their turn, and so on and so forth, which I'm fine with, you know, trying try to keep in, you know, order and shit. I understand. Um, I don't know. I'm assuming Gabagool was fucked up because he kept talking about like friend requests and shit on Facebook. Um, I mean, if, and I like Gabagool, don't get me wrong, solid fucking dude. But if he dictates his friendships based on his friend requests on Facebook, he needs to grow the fuck up quick or else he could fucking wear the same fucking pants his two year old wears. Well, it's um, like happy birthday, baby, Yeah, happy birthday, stupid baby. Um, so, I, 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 I don't like it. Shit. Yeah, yeah. But 
No, it, just, it, it seemed like everything was fine, and then all of a sudden Gabagool started going in on you about the fact that you, you took a spot away from a guy, which I, it, it made no sense to me. And, that, and, that, and that's where I'm kind of confused on what the fuck's going on, because, you know, when, when you were announcing the match and everything, like, everyone obviously was shocked because you're not a trained wrestler. We talked about that at nauseum. Mm-hmm. How you're not a train wrestler and everything, but you're getting put in the match. And I said it on this show, and it was a title of a show that you're going in, you're a fucking professional wrestler, and nobody tells you different. Um, but it seemed like not only him, but also Double J are questioning shit that, so, like for some reason, they were kind of okay with in a little, in, in a sense, even though they had no faith on with uh, no faith in you. And fuck, I mean, nobody fucking did. I mean, let's be honest. Uh, they, no, nobody had faith that you were going to fucking, you know, do well in the match, but you did fine. You know, you dropped an L.I.M.B.O., which, by the way, I came up with that idea. Thanks for never giving me credit for it, but hey, cool, whatever. Um, and you also hit a stunner with a very, uh, very unique, uh, ballerina kick. That's what uh, threw him off. It wasn't the actual <laughs> kick. It was the ballerina style. The Can thing is, the thing is... His his gingerly kick, and I'm not talking about Tom. Boom, uh, gingers. It, it's it's like when you fucking like like sack tapping somebody hurts a lot more than punching them in the fucking junk. Mm-hmm. So when you just get that nibble like flick of the second toe and shit, yeah, it's going to uh, especially when you got fucking you know a belly full of beer and shit. What Pac Man did, solid. He planned that shit. I know it. And they hit Can the uh, L I M. Question real quick. Like yeah. To throw out a question, like since it's kind of fresh in my. My head. Yep. The point you that was said that Pac-Man took someone's spot. Um, let me ask them all this question. Mm-hmm. Would they have given Pac-Man shit if he turned it down? Because as I said before, before the match, that Pac-Man could have turned it down. He could have. Yeah. He had every right, every opportunity to say, fuck you, Damien Saint, which I think we all should at this point at any time, um, and not do it. He could have, and it would have been fine. But the question, again, if Pac-Man did that, would you, the LIM, given him shit for it? Would you have the same respect for him for this, as you did for being in the match? It sounds like can you're I, being very hypocritical right now. Yeah. Can can I can I can I pile onto those that question with another question? Pile it. Pile that shit. Okay. Uh, if Gabagool or Double J were given the opportunity to be in a tag match with C Red and Johnny Knight versus Damian Gray, would they have said no to prevent taking a spot from another guy? Mm-hmm. See that's C or. See? You're picking up what I'm putting down. It now, sounds like je- it sounds like jealousy to me. Now all of this started because we were running through the card, and the last thing we needed to talk about was Damian Saint getting his new co GM, mm-hmm. and Double J put put out the question of whether or not Damian Saint needs a gen a co general manager. Now. Uh, Justin thinks that double J, or that Damien Saint has to go. 
Uh, Danny believed that even with certain issues going on with Racket Pro right now, State has put out results in a business sense. Uh, and, you know, the fact that he gave me um, my dream, which was to be in a professional wrestling match. Yeah. Uh, then the everything spiraled from there, and if you noticed, I stayed quiet because I was trying to see where everybody else landed on it. It wasn't a fact that I was being neutral. It was just a thing of I wanted to see where everybody else felt about it as I was kind of making that decision for myself. So I was genuinely listening and trying to figure out. I mean, I kind of hinted at where I was leaning earlier on when we were talking about what Rian said on the Power Hour. I mean, and then that kind of threaded through throughout, just sort of like talking about how, and I mean, we'll talk about the match card, but Saint is putting people into certain positions on this show uh, that may or may not be because of politics. The fact that there are people on this next show that are going to be fighting each other and they're really good friends. That's a so, fair competition, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the, the, and so... And then it just went completely off the rails from there. Yeah. Well, to, to, the first answer, Double J and Gagul's, like, idea of, you know, Saint needing to go and shit like that, as far as I know, they can't fire him because of his contract. Right, at least if, for this year, because if Rocket Pro fires him, he can years. sue, yeah. um, mm-hmm. and get control of the company from there because it'd be breach of contract. Yeah, yep. so you can't, so you can't let him go. You can't replace him. So the next best thing is finding a, I don't know, a yin to his yang or whatever. Finding finding balance and having somebody else. We saw with Stone Cold Steve Austin and Eric Bischoff. You know, it's just it's 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 checks and balances. You know, I, th- I think that's what somebody said in L.I.M. Yeah, but really said that. Right? Yes. Yeah. yeah, it's all checks and balances and shit. So that that's why, and especially knowing knowing the owners of Rocket Pro Wrestling, I still believe it's Steve. It's the logical fucking answer to it. I mean, he is a former GM of what three or four other fucking companies. Mm-hmm. You know, and he's a longtime friend. Of the you know the Shelleys and all that shit, but Pac Man could be for all I know. You know, I mean, it it's one of the things where like it, it seemed like they are frustrated with what's going on in Rocket Pro Wrestling, and they took it out on you for some reason. And I, part of me gets it. It's you. I get frustrated every time I turn this fucking camera on and see you. It's probably your <laughs> stupid face. I don't fucking know. Um, the, the giggle, you know, that's a little fucking irritating, <clears throat> you know. I worked very hard on that, I'll have you know. Shut up. Okay. Um, but I do not think you deserved the attack you got on your show. Now, I disagree with the fact that you just walked away. You know, that, you know, I, I expect a little bit more from you, especially being LIM champ, leader of the LIM, you know, having this, uh, this, this feeling of, you know, superiority because you won, uh, you know, wrestling match. I didn't expect, uh, you to do exactly what you did and that was walk away. I think that was kind of cowardly. So I'll actually explain that. So. Okay. Here, the Pac-Man, can we, can we, come on, hold on, shut up. Can we, can we try something starting next year? Yeah, what's that? 
Instead of telling me you're going to answer it, could you just fucking answer it? I can answer it. Can I Instead answer of going right like, I, I think I could explain that. Well, f- first off, yes, you can. But just I I can. do it, man. I know I can. You'll, get, like the you'll, narrate, you'll have to narrate to me what you're going to fucking do. You don't need to sit there. As Pac-Man leans back and clears his throat, he makes the announcement of what could the answer be. <laughs> well, I think what happened was is just fucking do it, man. Let's try let's try some new shit. If I have to change who I am and be more compassionate towards the power hour, fucking just be normal. Be fucking normal. Normal's boring. I want to try to not yell at you for at least half of the fucking shows we do next year. Well, I'm going to hold you to that now. That's fine. You have no problem doing it. It's going to be, what I'm going to have, what, 40-something shows with you next year. I want at least 20 of them happen to where I don't have to tell you not to do stupid shit. I'll give you a Klondike bar if, if if you can do it. Well, see, at least you did that. At least you didn't say, now as Pac-Man gets ready to respond to Travis, he pulls out what believe is to be an ice cream sandwich. But this is not. Just answer the question. Don't don't sit there and announce that you're going to answer it. Just fucking answer it, man. It's, it's too early for this bullshit. <laughs> it is 11.20. Yeah. Yeah, man. Just, I mean, this regardless, is, uh, you could have had your answer out already if I didn't bitch at you, but I mean, here we are. <laughs> This isn't so, this isn't volleyball. You don't have to serve the ball up and hit it. Just that's right. It. So that's right. This isn't the Christmas Carol, man. Don't fucking tell me what's happening. And then yeah, just fucking say it. So, as I was sitting there listening to everybody, I realized nobody was had listened to me the entire time. Yeah. So, when I feel like I'm not being listened to, and or my viewpoint isn't being respected, then I tend to do things that are unorthodox to try and get my point across. Because clearly the traditional ways have failed. There were warnings earlier on with certain things that I was saying. Um, I won't exactly go into that right now because they need to figure that out for themselves. Um, I do have a plan. As far as how I'm going to address everything, I've kind of sat with it for the past week or so. And um, on Saturday, I will address it and uh, hope that the guys can figure out what exactly caused me to walk off. And I will, but I will say, as an aside to all of that, the untrained Mark comment that actually shocked me. Um, and the thing is, I will say too, it didn't seem like they understood it so far because we were all together to go see Iron Claw on Friday. And, uh, I mean, there was a lot of tension there. Gabagool threw his popcorn at me, which is true. And, uh, Smiley McGee was just standing there like, what the hell happened? I'm like, well, you weren't on the show. You got to watch the show. And then he watched the show, and he's like, what the fuck? And I'm like, I know. Danny's what? been a little... He's been fuming. Fucking he's kind of been doing his thing. Yeah, I mean, the... Quiet uh, breath. <laughs> it's everything else he says. And, and you know what's crazy? 
Yeah. And the crazy thing about this whole thing, and I, we didn't address it yet, but um, it all started because of the title belt being on the floor. All this pettiness is because of that. I don't think if that happened, this shit wouldn't be happening. Yeah, you know, Travis, way to take a picture. Yeah, good job, Travis. You started this shit. You you shouldn't yeah. put the fucking title on the ground, bro. You just well, Brad I, Hughes. You Brad Hughes this shit. That's what well, you did. I mean, I will say I don't think really it was fully Travis. That just kind of came out of nowhere. There was just and everybody was on the same page after that. After I explained myself, but they brought it up. I mean, they did bring it up, and I knew that was coming. Um, but I think it, I think started. I think there's a little bit more to it than's being let on. I don't know exactly where everybody's mind frame is. Um, I mean, what was it? I was on the Sling Blade, the last uh, Maximus Orion Twitch stream of the year, and he played the clip from the show and um, you know talked a little bit about it. And Double J was in the comments. And said something to the, if someone gave him the idea to, that he could be a better leader than me of the LIM. Which to that I say, there's so much more that comes with that. There's so many sacrifices that are made. I mean, like, when you really think about it, the fact that I was in the match, I could have said no at any point. But as I explained on Friday when I was on the stream, I did that out of obligation, not just to the LIM, but to the fans. Because in the off chance that I did really good, and I think I did pretty damn good in that match, given my limitations and everything, we won. But I had to be that deterrent, so no wrestler, not the idols, not the undeniable, no wrestler can put their hand on a fan. And what those consequences are, that fuck around and find out mentality. That's what was driving me that whole time, because they had that obligation to the fans, to show the, any wrestlers who are thinking about putting their hands on fans what can happen when you do. So I was doing that to protect everybody else. And I'm not just talking about the LIM. I'm talking about the Idolizers. I'm talking about White Girl Wasted. Shit, I'm talking about the Rocket Boys. And fuck White Girl Wasted. Yeah, and the Rocket Boys. Yeah. Shame like on you girl. for not inviting him out the fucking Iron Claw. Uh, that was a last minute thingy. We'll call <laughs> it a last me. minute thing. I, you could pl- you could plan it for six months. I'd still call it a last minute thing when it comes to fucking Santina. It was a last minute thing, but um, your 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 problem your problem Pac Man is that you fucking walked away. That's not leadership, man. This is the first time you did that. Yeah. You, took a trip. You, a trip. Yeah. I mean, again, something I warned everybody about earlier on came to pass, and I wasn't listened to. And now they got to figure out. Away. You walked away, man. That's, to that's make a the point. problem. What point? Nobody got. All you did is prove that when you, you can't handle pressure. I can handle pressure. I mean, if you notice, if How? you looked at, by walking if you looked, away, if you looked at me as I was getting off, did I look calm? You look like you're about to have a pouting fit. 
I mean, I was I was pretty calm. I was no. Listen, as I was listening, as this, things were going off, and Danny saying the only thing hot about Double J will be his ashes when he pulls it out of the incinerator. I realized, okay, we've completely lost the plot here, and I'm gonna have to do something that is either going to get everybody's attention or is going to make the situation worse. So it's it was a real roll of the dice. And, I mean, I have a long game for all of this. I didn't do it without intention. But, again, I don't want to say much more than that. Uh, I will address that with everybody on Saturday at Resolution. Man. You, you had no problem. You had no problem going off on Double J before. When we all know what was said, even though Travis, you and you had that thing about yeah. what was said but wasn't said. But no, that's neither here nor there. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you had no pro- again. You had no problem going off then. I think maybe you're overwhelmed because. Now everyone's on you again. I don't know. But you should have still stepped up instead of walking away. You had no problem going into this matchup knowing you were going to get physically hurt. This time you're behind the keyboard. It should be that much easier. It's easy for Travis. Yeah. Your your problem is that I think you are too too much concerned about your friends and how they feel about you than actually being a leader of something. Because if you yeah, if you can step into a ring without knowing how to fucking wrestle, you should have no problem stepping up to your friends who are questioning who you are. But instead, you're just like, well, no, I'm not. I don't want to get into altercation. I'm just gonna fucking. You walked off your own show, dude. I mean, like, I, I, I don't, I don't know who the fuck does that, but you, you literally walked away from your leadership role from your hosting role, you walked away because you didn't like what was being said instead of stepping up and responding to what was being said. Especially like when you look at Tony Gabagool, who's the second in command, he's supposed to follow your lead and your orders. Double J also supposed to be following your lead and your, but instead you allowed what they said get to you and you walked away. That's not leadership, man. And the fact that your brother, your kid brother had to step up for you shows a lack of leadership and what you're willing to do. Because let's face it, man, if you're not willing to step up to the people that you're supposed to have respect from and respect for, how do you step up to White Girl Wasted, the Rocket Boys, the Idolizers, or anyone else who wants to come around and say that the LIM isn't the top fucking, you know, group? That's what you're putting out into the fucking world. That you're easy to get to. And I, I and I, it sucks because when you said that Gabagool was throwing his popcorn at you and shit like that, like that's some petty fucking shit because now it just sounds like he's your new fucking bully. If he's going to sit there and critique your fucking who you are, you know, physically, mentally, emotionally, or whatever, but not physically abusing you in the sense of throwing popcorn, he's the new fucking Damien Gray and he needs to grow the fuck up. But you walking away was the stupidest fucking thing you could do because it makes you look fucking weak. I didn't look so, at it as like I didn't look at it as like oh I'm gonna 
turn my camera off and walk away like that motherfucker has a plan. No, I looked at that motherfucker's going to get tissues and not for what he usually uses them for. I mean, again, I walked away with intention. I walked away because I had an idea. Um, I had the start of an idea to try to get everybody back on the same page. Because let's think about it this way. The fan wars start tomorrow. The truce with the idolizer starts to, ends tomorrow. We now have to focus on what's going to be coming ahead in 2024. And we're at a point where we've, where we're members of this group have lost focus of what's coming up. And I mean, yeah, I know what it appears like on the surface. It's not exactly the intention that I had but just know that in my mind I have a feeling that the ends of what I had to do on that show at the end of it it'll justify the means of why I did it I mean I won't reveal too much I won't say too much but I do have a plan and it's going to get everybody focused it's going to light a fire under everybody. It's going to make sense. But I'm not going to say everything that I need to say right here and right now because I think I need to have that conversation with them. And, I mean, it's like the way that I see it right now, LIM's a family. Families fight. I mean, you look at the Fantastic Four. Fantastic Four, they're pretty much family. They fight all the time. In the comics, like, you know, I fight with my family every now and again. You probably fight with your families every now and again. Nope. This, this happens. Not for me. Just a little, 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 that's your biggest fucking problem. And you keep saying, like, oh, I have a plan, and I have this, and I have that. I, do, I don't I do. think you fucking do. I think you realize that your fucking friends and all your fucking members of the LIM realize that you cared more about your fucking spotlight in that ring, which you should, because it's a great fucking moment that should never be taken away from you. But you focus more on that than you did about these fucking wars and battles and everything. And now that you're over it, now that the pomp and circumstance is done, everyone's starting to wind down on the fact that the match fucking happened, you want to focus on wars and shit start January 1st, but the problem is, two of the biggest parts of your LIM family have a problem with you, and instead of you trying to correct it, you want to push it off until you're convenient enough to have this plan and put it through and blah blah blah, you should have figured it out on fucking Friday, but that's your fucking problem, and that's not leadership. I mean, I was hoping things would have cooled down by Friday. I didn't uninvite anybody um, from that, but it didn't quite go the way I was hoping. Um, so now we go to plan B. Let me ask you a question, Pac-Man. And this could be the part, this could be the end of it, but I have one question for you. Mm-hmm. What's more important? The unity of the LIM or the fan wars? I mean, right, I think one is tied to the other. The unity of the LIM no, right now it's needs... it's not. What is more important, the LIM 
and them together or the fan wars. We need the unity of the LIM to win the fan wars. I mean, that's pretty cut and dry. I've had this conversation with you two weeks ago. Answer the question. I did. I did. I said no. It's, it's the one unity or the, of the other. LIM. Man, no. Here's the thing. If 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 Double J and Gabigol came up to you right now and said, "Hey, listen, we need to fix the LIM. We need to come together. We need to find unity again. And in order to do that, we're not going to worry about fan wars." Could you say yes to that? I could. Okay. So the unity of the LIM is more important than the fan wars. That's that I and that's what I said because like if we, if we don't no, have this no, unity, no, all you kept saying was is that you need the unity in order to win the fan wars. It's one or the other. I'm asking I'm, a hypothetical. I mean, I, I'm not I, saying I, that you're going to bail on the fan wars. I'm asking: Are you more focused on bringing the LIM together, or are you more focused on them coming together to win the fan wars? Because it sounds like you're saying that that trophy is more important than you and Double J and Gabagool being on the same page. I mean, we all need to be on the same page. I'm not disputing that. So that's more important than the fan wars? Yeah. Okay. So didn't answer the question that way. Though I did. No. It's a yes or no question. Is the unity of the fan wars... Or is the unity of the LIM more important than the fan wars? That's a yes or no question. And all you kept saying was, well, you need to have unity to win the fan wars. Well, once we get unified, we can win the fan wars. Like, I don't give a fuck about the fan wars. And that's what I'm trying to get through your fucking head. Is you keep looking at all this other shit as more important than the LIM. And maybe that's what they're seeing. I mean, fuck, you have an LIM member sitting right below you right now who is not part of anything and has no idea what the fuck's going on and watching a team that he's a part of slowly fucking fall apart and you share nothing with him on what's going on. Nubby, do you know what's going on? Not really. I mean, I see There shit, you go. But I don't, no one comes to me about shit. That's the thing. It's like I'm yeah. like a member that doesn't get to say his piece. You're like an you're like an honorary member, like the security guards or or fucking uh, Chuck Gunderson's uh, daughter. All those people who are part of the LIM that are never really part of the fucking LIM, even though you spent months trying to put Nubby into the LIM to piss me off or whatever the fuck you felt it was. Because again, you felt like it was more important to get me and ha ha got you by putting Nubby in than actually having Nubby in. So do you, do you see all these things that you keep doing that are focused more on, ha, let's get a big fucking spot out of this rather than the actual members of the LIM? Am I wrong here? Tell, tell me if I'm, tell me when I'm telling lies here, guys. I mean, like I said again, everything will make more sense on Saturday. That's your lead. All, all I'm going to say, all I'm going to say about this, Pac-Man, L.A.M., get your shit together. People are going to watch what's happening. People are watching what's happening, and they're laughing at you. Yeah. Yeah. Get your shit together. By 
Rocket Pro because that's your that's your home that's your house. You want this shit to happen in your house? Come on, do better, as idiot would say. But this time, oh, the one with the hot mom, yeah, yeah, listen to that. Because I'm saying it, not the idiot. I mean, I am an idiot, but you're a better, you're a better idiot. Drinks. (laughs) You owe me a beer. Because whatever whatever may or may not happen on the 6th, you might want to have your shit together and jump on a bandwagon that you never know what might happen that day. And you want this, you want this negativity in your house? Come on, man. Get it together. Lord. Yeah, or I'm just gonna start creating the Travis team and I'm just gonna fucking start taking people. No, you wanna be part of the Travis team? I'm we'll go I'm, win fan wars and shit. Hey, I'm automatically part of the Travis team. Boom. Oh, hey, what if I gave what if I gave you pizza every month and then that'll keep you an L I M. Why don't you just acknowledge him as an L I M member maybe he- once, you know, a year and shit rather than, you know, not acknowledging who he is. I acknowledge the LIM members, the ones because we have the wrestlers. The ones that the ones that what? I forgot where I was going with that. We have the wrestlers wing. We have an intern that's coming in. We do have an intern, Paulo Mazzarellone. He's coming. We have let's see, there are eighteen members of LIM. We have. Sean Danger coming next month. We're going to induct him on Saturday. So we got to figure that out. LAM just got drunker. Yeah. We're going to, yeah. our, our, our collective BAC has gone up by like point fifty. Everybody's got a place. Everybody's got a place in LAM. Everybody's got a home. And I feel like I'm sure. the only one stepping up when it comes to everybody. Get your shit. Everyone has a place, but nobody has a fucking level, and that's the problem. Like I said, the only time, Nubby, nothing against you, you know I love you, buddy, but the only time you made Nubby relevant in the LIM was when you wanted to make a video to send to me of him being inducted into the LIM. That's it. We've had Nubby so on our you- podcast. Nubby helped us get our shit together over the summer, too. Why hasn't he been on since? Fucking Nani's been on there more than fucking Nubby. She was yeah. on there. Wait, no, you've been on there twice. Not Nani's only been on there once. Yeah, she's been on your um the the, the beer mist thing that I stopped doing. Mm. She, yeah, I, I still got to be nice to her. I won't say what I wanted. Still got to be nice. Why? Yeah, do you have to talk to her through a nine hundred number? Or? <laughs> she signed the petition. I she did sign it. the petition. I do have uh, one of the petitions. She's on there somewhere. I'm trying to find her, but she's on there. Just know she's on there. Where's my signature at? Where is your signature? Oh, you signed this one. Double nah, J. Oh no! Of course you did. Uh, why would you? Why would you sign in? <laughs> oh, dude, Bret Hart's 
Bret Hart signed it. How about that? There you go. That's why. That's yeah. why I didn't sign it because Bret Hart signed it, and I don't oh, like Canadians. Goldberg's. And Goldberg signed it. There you go. I don't like people who fake, uh, you know, winning streaks. Yeah. I, I'm just going to want to know. I'm just saying. You are. Okay, Pow is happening this Saturday. Let's move on. Get these match cards. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Pow Entertainment presents New Year's Beatings. It's happening this Saturday. Where the hell is it? Okay, there we go. Live Pro Wrestling for Pow Entertainment returns to Fox Lake, Illinois, Saturday, January 6, 2024, to the American Legion Post 703. Located on 703 North Route 12, Fox Lake, Illinois. Doors are going to be opened up at 6 o'clock. Bell time is at 7. You can buy your tickets at the link on their POW page. Uh, front row is uh, sold out. Second row is still available for $20, or you can do general mission for just 15 Currently, Eric Freedom and uh, Jimmy Blaze will be on hand for autographs and pictures with the fans. Jimmy Blaze will also have a big announcement for POW Entertainment. Uh, Hot Seat's going to have another show hosted by Nicholas H. Uh, he's going to have the guest, uh, Kazile, the new POW heavyweight champion. Midwest Championship match, uh, current new champion, Acid Jazz. I believe this is going to be his first title defense, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think he won it. In, oh, yeah. Uh, he's going to have Chris Hedford at ringside going against GQ and Axel Rico. And I think this might be Axel's first show back at Pop. Yeah, it'll be his first show back at Pop. Yeah. Uh, Tag Team Championship match as the champions, the Irish Pub Army, will be taking on the Reckoning with Chris Hedford. Uh, it's your boy, Mason Perks, will be taking on Mateo Valentine. Uh, Amina Belmont will be taking on Shelly the Bombshell. Trog the Caveman will be taking on Tommy McCabe. Axel Abreu will be taking on Frontman Jay Scutt, being accompanied to the ring by Tiny. Brothers of Fun Structure will be taking on the top Latinos. Will Emery will be taking on James Creed. That will be a fun one. Yep. Again, that show is going to happen this Saturday up in Fox Lake, Illinois. Doors open at 6, bell times at 7. And, yes, you can still get tickets for second row or general mission by going to the link on the uh, post that they have on their homepage. All right. Sweet. Yeah. That is Power Entertainment. Uh, Pow Entertainment, yeah, kicking it off. New Year's beatings. All right, let's talk about uh, Rocket Pro. Resolution. This Saturday, January 6th at St. Joe's Park at 700 Theodore Street in Joliet, Illinois. Tickets are $15 general admission, $20 for front row. The bell time is at 5, doors open at 4. We have... To start the show, the announcement by Shelly of the new co-general manager of Rocket Pro Wrestling. Is is she actually going to make the announcement? Because we were promised that in December. So. Uh, she will yeah. be, yes. And that's kicking off the show? Sure. That is kicking off the show. That's a fun way to start the show. I just hope that she has a plan. I mean, we don't want the same thing happening again and what, no one... No announcement of the GM. We're going to keep the 
win this. I mean, I, mm-hmm. part of me still thinks it's a bluff. That's the one thing I might have an agreement with saying that, maybe, as it pains me to say. But like a bluff have, as if there isn't anybody? Yeah, it's just trying to scare him, maybe. But it's really not, because he thinks in his head that there's an only one GM. Which, right now, yes, that there is only one GM running the show. Now, the question is, does he need one? Danny brought it up. Or Danny went off and said no. First of all, Danny sucks. I'm sure he doesn't like Hawaiian bread. And that, well, he's also a Saint guy. I could I mean, deal with the Hawaiian. Dude, dude, I could I'm deal a, with a, I mean, I'm a Saint guy. I mean, come on now. We know, because you didn't sign my petition. But, so. Um, I, I am who I am, and that's all that I am. Yeah, or I'll bleed all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> so, I Danny keeps bringing up Saint had standing room only for eleven shows mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. Fine, that's great. He's doing his job, putting great matches together. That is the GM's job. I will not deny his mind. It's the extra shit that he's been doing, and I and look, we can go and say Rian. Um, warned us. Sure, but I warned everybody before Rian did. Because the moment I saw that chair shot on the Chris Logan at Kicks on 66, that's when I knew. We were in for a shitstorm. We knew he was going to be some kind of either an idol or he was going to be in charge. We just knew. It was bound to happen. But Saint has an ego, and he has proven it. Now, I was letting go of that fact that he did what he did at Kicks in 66. He got the job. Great. Putting matches together. Selling out shows. Great. Perfect. Some decisions he made, don't always agree with. Do we agree with anything our bosses do half the time? No. But that's fine. But I told him what he was going to do. He was going to start getting handsy. And what did he do? He starts getting involved in matches and putting his hands on people. Me, for example, did I deserve to get beat down? No. By him? No. I got fired for what? Budget cuts? Okay. Sure. Whatever. Did I call him an asshole? Sure. Maybe I should have been reprimanded for that. Did I deserve the beat down? No. Well, I got... so. By undeniable, sure, I could deal with that. But the moment the boss puts your hands on you, that's that's it. And Saint put his hands on me. He pretty much choked me out with his fucking cane. And it it is ridiculous. And do I think we, he needs a co-general manager? Yes. Maybe not so much to help with, you know, put matches together, because he's got a good brain for that. But Checks and balances as it's being brought up. He needs to be balanced. He needs to stay in the back. You can't have favorites. And you can't be running your fucking own group. It's just not happening. Yeah, you can support certain people, sure, whatever. But you're getting involved too much. And that's where the problem is. Getting way too involved. And that's why there was no standing room only. 
I harvest havoc where I happen to be at in the crowd. Did I pay attention to that? Yes, I did. Shelly mm-hmm. called him out on it. Now, when it comes to the co-general manager, if there is one, I have two theories. One's just a guess. Pac-Man. Remember on one of your live streams or Facebook lives, there was a certain former heavyweight champion in there? Yep, the first Rocket Pro Wrestling champion, Mark Reconcile. Wouldn't it be interesting if someone from the beginning of Rocket Pro comes in and, you know, becomes the co-general manager? That could be interesting, yeah. I mean, it is. And he said he's going to be there. Mm-hmm. Now he's saying he's sitting in the crowd. What if he's just throwing us off? The other theory, and it's something that I've overheard through the rumblings, sending in the sewers, that this GM, supposed co-GM, has experience in being a GM. It's not me. So that's my thing. Uh, that's why I think it's Steve. So why wouldn't you put the Agent of Chaos in there to take out Saint? Why wouldn't you? Yep. Steve makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. 100%. I mean, the the other thing that could happen is maybe it is C-Red. Yeah, he's retired from in-ring action, but that doesn't mean he can't do other things. He didn't say he wasn't going to do other things. So it could be. I'm just hoping that this does restore balance and Saint is brought down a little bit. So when if you say so when you say ahead. general manager experience, like you know, Gabagul brought up this point on the power or on um, Power Hour. He wasn't on Power Hour, he was on the Lovely Intoxicated podcast. Um that Rion could be named uh, co-GM. Because, I mean, when you think about it, he keeps the order at as best he can at IPW as the information liaison. Information enforcer as he's been the past couple months. And they're talking about, you know, him being a dinosaur, but like, the same time, like, you need somebody with that kind of experience in that role. So I'm, I'm, That's my, a- I don't think it's him for the sheer fact that the owners wouldn't allow anyone to come to Rion's rescue. Right. I mean, it's a not bad theory, but everything happened theory. in one. It, everything happened in one day. The yeah. same day that Rion got beat down and wasn't saved mm-hmm. by anybody, the supposed announcement for the Cole Jenner manager was supposed to be made that night. So you mean to tell me if Rian would have been already in GM mode? I mean, it's a good theory. Maybe, maybe it was something, but I don't know. It's, it could have been a bluff at that moment. Maybe Rian will be. I mean, it would be interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm starting to feel it. Can you feel it? Yeah. It, it, it's it got to be Steve. Just makes sense. Uh, what, what else is happening at Rocket Pro? 
We also have a two-on-one handicap match with the Kings of the Six, Devin August and Skylar Reed, who will be accompanied by J-Beck the Paycheck, a.k.a. Bounce Check, versus Gunner Brave. Now, it's going to be interesting to see J-Beck in their corner because J-Beck has gotten involved in a lot of matches that Devin and Skylar have been in, but it hasn't always worked out to Skylar and Devin's advantage. For example, Skyler was inadvertently screwed out of the Rocket to the Top briefcase ladder match because of J-Beck, if I'm remembering correctly. So what I want to know is how J-Beck might come into play with this. But also, it's not just two-on-one when you're really thinking about it when it comes to this match because I mean sure it's just Devin and Skyler in the match but there's other undeniable in the back so yeah. that's going to be something that's uh, going to be something to pay attention to and this also- is another example of Saint being Saint putting somebody in a uh, disadvantage now Gunner he could beat the shit out of both of them with his eyes closed that's how talented this kid is but Saint, again, being Saint, this is two-on-one, maybe three-on-one, four-on-one, whatever the fuck. Needs to be balanced. Balanced, Daniel Tom. Oh. Oh, yeah. I'm, I, I know. God, this, let's just take a minute and just enjoy the silence for a moment. <laughs> fucking bliss. Okay, I'm back. Ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I missed you, away. buddy. I missed you, you too. Away. He got up and walked <laughs> away. Oh, too soon? Hey, too yeah. soon. Too soon. All right. Uh, we have a tag team match as well on this show. It's Hartenbauer and Buck Nasty, Bucky Collins versus Brooks Berta and Damian Deshane. <laughs> I was my sorry. I was just I was thinking of that one scene in Scary Movie Two when the one butler's like, "I think I'll be the bigger man and walk away, walk away." <laughs> oh God, I fucking love that. Sorry, uh, I'm sorry. You, Bucky Collins and who? Bucky Collins and Hartenbauer versus Brooks Burn and Damian Deshane of TDC. Hartenbauer and Bucky is a weird combination, and I'm not quite sure how that came to be. It could be like an enemy of the enemy is my friend thing because Hartenbauer faced off against Connor Hopkins and Bucky Collins has been going off against all the Coyotes. That's my sense. Yeah, because Hopkins, okay, yeah, yeah, Okay, on board. I am on board. Then we have a triple threat match for the Inter-County Championship with uh, Aztec Ammunition, Jesus DeSafio versus the Ryan Matthews and the Suburban German, Joseph Von Jaeger. Following this will be a singles match for the Outer Limits champion, and it's more TDC action, as Christian Rose will be going up against Connor Hopkins for the Outer Limits championship. And we've seen a different side of Christian Rose the past couple months. And we've seen how brutal he was on DeShane. He would not let go of the Boston Crab in the submission match. You know, there's just so much going on with TDC right now. Is everybody, is Connor Hopkins going to be ready for whatever Christian Rose has to come his way? 
especially seeing that different side of Christian. Yeah. And then we have the number one contendership for the RPW Championship. We have Eric Schultz going up against Jack Jordan versus Koel Aksamana and Steve Michaels. Now, we have two undeniable in this match, in Eric Schultz and Steve Michaels. But we've seen how dominant Steve Michaels has been the past few months, taking on Darius Luttrell in November and um, Lennox Leone in December, just dominating two, well, Darius Luttrell, a tree trunk of a man, and Lennox Leone, a man with so much experience under his belt. It's going to be very hard for the other competitors to go into this. I mean, Shaq, he's had the chance at the title already. He's had a couple opportunities this year. Eric Schultz was in the rocket to the top ladder match, and he's got the undeniable in his corner with Damian Saint being out there for Steve Michaels. Who's, who's to say he won't also be out there for Eric Schultz? You know that you know he'll be there some way. In some way he will. And then with Koa, Koa's just got a lot to prove. I mean, he's had a lot of multi-man matches, and the numbers have always seemed to come up against him. So you got a lot of different X factors coming into play in this match. So in match six, we'll have the RPW Championship match, and it's going to be between two friends, Maximus Orion, who's getting his first singles opportunity at the Rocket Pro Championship, and Aaron Stone. Now, the two men, they talked about this on the Rocket Pro stream. Um, I know Maximus was talking the other day about uh, changing his diet up to be ready for this match. So, you know, he's getting ready as best as he can, but there's that thing of the friendship is either man going to blink because of their strong friendship that they have. I mean, they've gone to each other's defense on multiple times. Um, or are they going to throw that friendship to the side for a second to focus on getting the biggest prize in the entirety of the company? I mean, gold changes people, man. It does. And like it's me. friendly competition, so. But hey, you mentioned yeah. it I, on the um on the clip, or I don't know if it was you, maybe it was somebody else. It was hard to tell who was talking anymore. Um, Maximus was more at the moment more focused on undeniable than he mm. is on the match. Right, but. And then Aaron Stone trying to tell him to focus on the match, but Aaron Stone might be focusing on Undeniable as well. Got to remember, as as much as this is competition, they are both on the radar of Undeniable. Mm-hmm. Now, is this because is, are they trying to get Stone? You know, are they trying to get the title off of Stone by having it be? Maximus O'Ryan, so then he can become the easy target for a future title match 
or undeniable. I mean, they've been trying to get Aaron Stone away from the title picture ever since he had the rocket to the top briefcase. Right, and he uh, has overcome everything, but could this be like something that is part of the plan? Maybe this will... Maximus Orion has overcome a lot. He defeated Rian at one point. But Rian defeated him. Um, Maximus can come out of nowhere and win a match. Maybe that's what Undeniable wants. They want that to happen while Aaron Stone is distracted. And then Maximus Orion becomes the easy target. Because as talented as that kid is, he still has a lot of work to do. So, I think this is all the undeniable. They are going to get involved in this match one way or another. I think they're going to get involved in, uh, because they, it, there's no, uh, I'm done. Good point. I agree with everything you <clears throat> muttered. There's no disqualification. It is a disqualification, right? Like, you could be disqualified in this yeah. match or just Rocket yeah. Pro do no disqualification top matches. So, I mean, I, there's no doubt that the Undeniable would fucking attacking, you know, match would be thrown away and there'd be no contest. That wouldn't surprise me one bit. Cause it's I think, I think they found, yeah, to them, I don't think it cares so much which one of them are champion. They just don't, they want the title for themselves. So if they beat them both down, you know, I, I mean, we've seen them do it plenty of fucking times. You know, so, I mean, I'm sure it'll be a great match. Uh, I don't think if any, I think if the interference doesn't happen, I, I think Stone takes it. Oh, Nothing definitely. against Maximus Orion, but Stone definitely takes it. Yeah, as long as Stone keeps his head clear, doesn't make one mistake. Mm-hmm. All it takes is yeah. one mistake for Maximus Orion to use the force. And then we have the main event. Which is? Oh, whenever he, uh, he's, yeah, say it again because he froze up. So this is the main event, and it's a main event that I know Travis is looking very much forward to. Okay, we heard it. Just say the fucking match. Oh, God, I, damn thought, it. I, I thought, I thought you said I had to repeat it because I froze up. You, yeah, you gotta repeat the shit you said after the main event. Oh, you didn't oh, announce yeah. the main event yet? No, I haven't. Even when you were frozen, you didn't say what the match was? I was starting to get to it, and then you said I was freeze, that I froze. I was like, oh shit, so I gotta do this all over again. All yeah, right. start from the beginning. So where, uh, so when is the uh, Rocket Pro? So it's the main event, and it's a match that Travis, no, just kidding. It is, uh, the final level. Shogun Chris Logan and All Day Marche Rocket versus Team Deathgrip of Paulie Tomaselli and the Humid Highlight Reel Acid. Cool. Back when you ready for the you ready, tag you ready, team ready, championships. You ready, you ready for some history? I am. Nubby. Uh, I want to tell them about Team Deathgrip. Team Deathgrip. So, Team Deathgrip. Those two guys, Acid, the human highlight reel. Let me tell you about that guy. 
He trained me. You know who else trained me? Paulie Tomaselli. Mm-hmm. So they both t- trained me. And they beat my ass. But you know who else they trained? Travis D. At Elite Pro Wrestling. That's right. Which is weird because, you know, <clears throat> they were talking about the Thomas Studies on the Lovely Intoxicated Podcast and talking about acid on the Lovely Intoxicated Podcast and not a whole lot of conversation about Elite Pro Wrestling. We mentioned that he wrestled for Elite Pro. Little. We mentioned both of them. Little. He didn't mention the fact that both men, both men were tag team champions there with different fucking teammates. He didn't mention that Paulie Tomaselli is a for, former TV champion from Elite Pro Wrestling. <sighs> fucking failures. We did our best. We did our best research on Cage Match. That's right. I didn't, That's I right. didn't. You, you did your best. That's exactly what you did. But now we know. Now we know what your best is. Yeah. And that you know, if you, had, a- if you had Nubby on the podcast, he could have told you this shit, but you never invited him on, on to the uh, Love and Dusty podcast. That it, uh, Nubby, what are you doing in a few weeks? Yeah. We'll we're, not, we're, not, we're not here to book your fucking podcast. But yes, uh, back in the Elite Pro eras, uh, Pauly, which was known by Brandon Tomaselli back then. Fun fact. True. That is a fun uh, fact. It's yep. true. Yep. Uh, Acid, uh, he teamed with, uh, Sin. They were Team War. Then he got the Tomaselli brothers and everything. Brandon or Pauly went out on his own, made a statement for himself. Uh, and then obviously Team Death Grip, um, you know, paying tribute to Elite Pro Wrestling because I think Death Grip was a clothing line or something somebody had or some shit. It was a clothing line and it was the name of a show that showcased Elite Pro wrestling. Oh, there you go. So and that's see, what closed the doors. What? That's what closed the doors. Oh, that was the it. last show. That was that. Because, like, the actual last show that Elite Pro was a part of that, um, and it shut the doors. Oh, damn. <laughs> um,. Both men have teamed uh, a few times over at Power Entertainment together. Um, so, long-time friends, long-time enemies. Uh, they know each other very well. Um, and I'm not surprised that they are going up against the final level because clearly there isn't another tag team in Rocket Pro that could step up to the final level. So why not bring out, you know, outside town? And it's pretty cool because I did have a chance to talk to Marcia Rocket over at SCW last uh, couple weeks ago or whatever. And we were talking about this match as it was announced and everything. And I was talking to him how cool it was that three of the guys in this match, you know, minus Shogun, are elite pro guys. So it's it's pretty cool. I'm excited for this not only because... You know, acids in it, and you know he's my cousin and all that shit. In case no one knew, you know, knew that, but he should because I mention it all the time. I name drop that shit like a motherfucker. Um, but it's cool because they're gonna see Brandon Tomaselli, Acid, and Marche Rocket, all elite pro alumni in that ring in Joliet. So I'm really excited for that. And it's cool to see Shogun, but as far as I remember, Shogun wasn't part of Elite Pro. But I could be wrong because I wasn't there the entire time. So no, it was never part of Elite. Gotcha. As I was there from the beginning and end. 
that it? That was Rocket Pro Wrestling Resolution. You're going to want to see that this Saturday, January 6th. Doors open at 4, bell time is at 5 at 700 Theodore Street, St. Joe's Park, Joliet, Illinois. Tickets are $15, general admission, $20 for front row, and you can buy your tickets at the door. Only at the door. And be there or else I'll cry. Be there or else you won't. Um, uh, is there anything else we got to talk about wrestling related? I believe that is it. Nothing really happened. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah, unless we cool. talk, unless people have results from AEW. That they want to mention, I don't know. I, I saw some yeah, shitty yeah. moves and spots. Um, I did see Adam Cole's the devil. Um, yeah, that's weird. Who are the who are the, four, that. who are the four guys? I know it was Cesaro, uh, Wardlow, uh, Roderick Strong, but I can't remember who the fourth guy was. Wardlow, Roderick Strong, um, Cesaro, and I don't. I, I I was trying to look it up and. Uh, fucking, I, I, I had a long night last night, so I, I didn't know who that fourth guy was. I didn't know if he was new or if he's somebody different, but he's a big fucking dude. Um, but, uh, I mean, it's an interesting concept, but now it's just weird because now you're making the heels go after MJF, who's a phenomenal fucking heel. Um, I also saw that uh, day one, obviously, for Dirty is happening on January 1st. Are we, is that a pay-per-view, or what is that? What's day one? It's just, uh, Monday just night Monday. Yeah, it's Monday Night Raw. Day one. So we're, not, so we're not having to worry about doing predictions for that, because that's not a pay-per-view. Right. I don't think, what's our first pay-per-view? Royal Rumble? I think so, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, January 27th. All right, cool. Yeah, oh yeah, and you know what, because we're doing the show separately and everything, uh, we're doing predictions over on the other shows, so you guys got to message me your predictions and shit. You got it, dude. Yeah, because this is strictly going to be independent wrestling over here going forward. Um, if we have nothing else wrestling related, I want to end this show, uh, different, uh, than normal. And, uh, kind of, kind of this freaking show, right? By like, you know, what you're freaking thinking, but I don't want to know what you guys are freaking thinking about. Uh, I want to know what your New Year's, your New Year's resolution, both personally and in the business are. So, uh, Nubby, I'll, I want to start with you. What is a New Year's resolution for you as far as, you know, you personally, but also in the business? Oh, wow. Um, never thought about it. Well, for real life, I'd say lose the weight, definitely. I mean, I'm kind of on the track, even though some people might think different because I have so much candy surrounded by me. (laughs) Yeah, I just got the look. (laughs) She's not saying a word. (laughs) Um, I had to say that because she was standing right in front of me. I had to. (laughs) Um, Yeah, but that's a goal. Resolution, yeah. whatever you want to call. Um, when it comes to the wrestling business, um, I just say continue 
going down the path that I'm on, just keep getting better. Um, just and I with me not repping anymore, now I have time to focus on wrestling and maybe other aspects of the business. Because mm-hmm. the like, there's many reasons why I left refereeing, but I don't need to get into all that. Some of it is stuff that I could talk to promoters about. But they, they just, I don't, I'm not going to get into it. But one of the biggest things is I want to do more when it comes to performing. So I guess it's a resolution. Like, if, if I'm not wrestling, I want to do other stuff that allows me to perform and interact with, you know, the fans and the work. Be part of stories. That's what I want to yeah. do. I want to be part of more stories. I don't want to just go in and have a match just because I had a match. I want to be part of a story, whether if I'm wrestling or being a manager or other things, you know. Being a ref, you just don't do that. Yeah. And I didn't get in the I didn't get in the business to ref. It just fell on my lap, and as fun as that was, I lost the fun and interest. I get it, man. Solid, solid, uh, solid resolutions, though. Pac-Man, what about you? Personal uh, resolution and uh, business-wise. So, as far as personal, I uh, want to lose a little more weight, stop eating out so much, go to the gym a little more, just really be a little more committed to that side of things. But um, as far as the business goes, you know, I want to work with more promotions. I want to learn even more. Because I've already been doing some things like backstage at Rocket Pro. I've been, you know, producing matches and things like that. Um, you know, keeping times, ref cues, all of that. I've done that in another place. Um, so I want to keep learning that and keep building my skill set and just like even like expanding to other different behind the scenes roles. Like I want to work with, I think my goal is. I want to get to a point where in 2025 I'm working with five different promotions. So this year is going to be the year that's going to set me up on that path. What are the five? Um, I mean, put a gun in my head. I don't have, like, names of promotions exactly, but, like, I want to definitely expand and learn more and, and network with more promotions. Yeah. Well, we know about Rocket Pro Wrestling, Destination Six, mm-hmm. IPW could be one. That could be one. We're not really sure what Crash Test is doing as of right now, but that's a possibility. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's four. You only need one more. So, I'd say SCW, but we yeah, we don't got room for you. Aw, damn! Let's want you want to manage you want to manage the amazing uh, amazing turtle. Ooh, that'd be fun. Or he could be your assistant. Ooh, Ooh. the ass- mine. Yeah, can we do Dude, that? I, that'd be fun. I don't know if I have a job after the twenty-seven. He can be an Eric <laughs> Xavier. <laughs> you just see Pac-Man standing behind me while I'm commentating, wanting to grab me bottles of water and nachos and shit. <laughs> I'll be so helpful. The thing is, dude, I, working for five different companies is 100% doable. Yeah, but like you said, it's all about networking, reaching out to places and, you know, shit like that. Mm-hmm. 
But it's solid, man. Solid resolution. Yeah. Well, thanks for asking. I'll tell you mine. <laughs> hey, what's yours, uh, Travis? Personal yeah, and in the business. Like, Go ahead, Travis. Guys, whatever, whatever you're ready, Travis. Clearly, you guys don't yeah, shit tell us. Whatever yeah. you, hey, you I, did, I did say. I did say Travis T, and you just started. <laughs> I'm yeah, not sure if you actually heard it, but. Wow, I was waiting for somebody like, yeah, what about you, man? You fuckers. Yeah, selfish motherfuckers. Um, hey, go, go ahead. Tell us your resolutions whenever you're ready, Travis. Personally, it's fucking hard uh, because um, it, cause the way I describe it to people, it almost sounds like, like a crash fucking diet thing, and it's not. It's just a very low calorie counting diet. It's like twelve to fifteen hundred calories, which a person my excessive weight, unfortunately, should be somewhere around like four thousand. Um, but like it's starting tomorrow. I'm going to be on a very strict diet as long as I maintain protein. I'm okay with it, but it's going to be calorie counting. Uh, I'm also quitting smoking, and I'm doing away with uh, all junk food and soda and all that shit. So. Normally, I try to only get rid of one thing because if I do too many, I could fail. But the thing is, I'm getting to the point now where fail could be, like, disastrous for my health. So it's almost like I have to be able to just live with the fact that I don't need the bad things in my life anymore. So it's either quitting smoking or giving up you guys. Uh, so uh, I'm going to apologize ahead of time because I will be angry for a while. As uh, I'm not smoking and not eating sweets and soda and shit like that, so I will be. You weren't. You weren't angry before. No, no, you're not gonna get the bubbly personality that I've been uh, having over the course of the last season. Uh, it's gonna be. It'll probably be you know fucking uh, worse. So, um, but yeah, no. Personally, um, I'm working on the diet. Uh, I'm trying to schedule everything to where I can go to the gym, and I should be able to. Obviously, other than Monday nights. When we record, I probably won't be able to, but I'm going to get back into the DDP yoga program, start doing that in the mornings, and start going to the gym in the evening and stuff like that. I just got this inversion trampoline thing I'm really excited for, and it's not for jumping on, it's for um, throwing medicine balls at and for them to bounce back to me. So uh, I got some home gym stuff I'm excited to use too. So the overall goal as far as professional, it kind of incorporates the personal stuff as well as if I could find my goal weight, and if I could get down to a healthy weight and I don't smoke and I could kind of work on getting my fucking breathing back to normal, I do want to try to have at least one match and, like, just be done. I don't want to have a career. I don't want to – I don't want one to turn into two, turn into three, blah, blah. I want to have one match at Southland Championship Wrestling, and I just want to get through that match and – Everyone keeps saying it because I, I tell people this, like, oh, well, you could do it now. It's like, and yes, I could. Anyone could go and have a Pac-Man, Steve, you know, these guys who, you know, aren't fully trained in the business are going out and having matches. And, yes, I could probably do the same thing, too. But the thing is, because of who I am and what I expect out of myself, I want to get down to a healthy weight, be able to have the match, be able to have the endurance, and be able to actually perform a wrestling match. Um so, I hope that could happen this year. If it doesn't, maybe next year. But the overall goal is to, in my personal life, get to a healthy point where I'm capable of going and having at least one match in SCW. I was hoping to do it at Steam Hollow, but unfortunately, as we record today is the last day Steam Hollow's ever open. So, it won't be there. But, yeah. And then outside of actually having my own match, uh, making sure JFW continues to grow. 
you know, the downloads are doing good. And like I said, with DJ coming back and us doing that side of it, um, I think we're going to be able to pull in that worldwide audience again. And who knows what that could open up for us, go over for more sponsors, making more money, doing more shit or whatever it is. But uh, 2024 is going to be very, very good for FreakNet Studios, which means it's very good for all of us. So um, there's going to be a point. I'm not sure when, but um, there's going to be a FreakNet Studios meeting that uh, we're all going to have. We just got to figure out time to do that. So, yeah, 2024 sounds good for everybody. Yeah. Uh, guys, make sure you follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Oh, what's going on in the Power Hour? When's the next episode? Next episode won't be until January 9th. And that'll be uh, Polly Tomaselli. Oh, so you might have uh, a new tag champ as your first guest. Yeah. No, but you going to be on that one? No. I think I want to get fucking uh, uh, shit on by a possible new tag team champion. Yes. Oh. <laughs> I had taken enough abuse from that guy. Well, now that uh, the Power Hour is officially part of Freaknet Studios, maybe I'll talk to Steve and get you on the show with him. <laughs> That's interesting um, how it's, it'll be the first episode as a Freaknet Studio thing, and... Paulie's our our first guest. We could right. say that. That's right. The Power Hour success is now our success, and then we turn our success to the Power Hour success. So, um, and that's what Freakin' Studios is all about: is finding uh, content creators coming together and help promoting each other and shit like that. So, I'm really excited for uh, our partnership with the Power Hour finally. Uh, so now we can focus uh, all our issues on the Fourth Mother Box. You know, until I absorb them as well. So, I mean, it's just how it is. <clears throat> Part two um, is coming. <laughs> make sure you uh, check out uh, the Power Hour uh, Tuesday nights. Uh, next show, uh, the first show of the year, the next show in there. I guess it's their first season show? Is that technically yeah. what it is? Or? Yeah, yeah, I think I think so, their new season. Yeah. Uh, Paul Thomas will be a host uh, or be a guest on uh, the Power Hour next Tuesday, uh, January 9th. Uh, usually gets released nine ten o'clock on Tuesday night. YouTube or Facebook, uh, just search the Power Hour. Steve, that's how I do it. That's how I find it. Uh, but yeah, make sure you follow us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Twitter, just by searching just for Wrestling to the JFW Podcast. And our shows release Monday night audio on iTunes, Google Podcast, Spotify, Podbean. And coming next season, which is not next episode, not next year, but next season, we'll have video releases. Uh, like I said, they won't happen the immediate night of, but probably at the end of the week. And you'll find those on YouTube just by searching JFW Podcast or just for Wrestling on YouTube. So that's all I got. I believe we can for the last time of 2023 ring the bell on this episode and this year. Not perfect. As always, I am Travesty. And I am Nubby, the amazing turtle, Calabunga. And I am PX Pac-Man, the podcast Papa, the LIM champion. Shut up, Santino. And thank you for listening to another episode of Just Freak Wrestling, the JFW Podcast.